Welcome to another episode of the Comedy Conversations, hosted by yours truly, Manny Garavito, a local comedian in the city of Miami. And now that we are going national through ComedyCalendar.com, you can expect me to become national and virtual, which is a fantastic thing to be. Any business you do virtually is by far one of the most productive things you can do. Why do I say that? Because I could just pop up in your living room. Whether you're wearing an Oculus or if I show up as a hologram, I'm going to meet you one way or another. And I'm going to make you laugh with these dick jokes. All right? In case you guys don't know, I go live every single day at 6 o'clock to bring you guys some funny. Whether you like it or not, okay? I have no obligation to make you laugh. The only obligation I have is to go live. All right, the rest is up to you. Do you want to laugh? I don't know. How are you feeling today? How's your day going? Welcome back, JP. Hey, Rock, Rock, Rockode, Rocko Ad. <laughs> uh, what's up, uh, Denja Kanavik 92 Oh, another username putting their birthday on it. You know, guys, for those that put their birth date on their username, really think about what you're doing. Okay, so let's say, for example, if somebody were to find your full name, and you know, let's say they stumble across your social security number, okay? All they need now is just your date of birth. And you know what? They're just going to look it up on your username. They're just going to go on Instagram, and they're going to look up uh, Denjan Kajavik, <laughs> and they're like, 1992, all right, figuring it out. And then they're going to scroll down. They're going to see that post of you holding up a slice of birthday cake saying, today is my birthday. Then they're just gonna put two and two together and they're gonna be like, all right, this is his birthday. This is his social, this is his name. Done deal, fraud completed. All right, not a good idea to put your uh, your date of birth anywhere. That's too much, why would you, why bother? I was talking about this the other day. If you put your date of birth on your username, and then you DM someone, let's say you slide in a girl's DMs, you're telling her exactly how old you are. Hey, yo, what's up, ma? This motherfucker's 48 years old. <laughs> oh, what's up, my Melody? Welcome back, Warmington. That sounds almost like a movie. Welcome back, Warmington. Uh, yeah, man, what's up, man? How's your Friday going? Happy weekend, Miami. Um, you know, today I did a good deed. You ever done something nice and just feel like you're owed? It's that kind of mentality that doesn't allow me to appreciate when someone does something nice to me. You guys... (laughs) Forever 48. (laughs) Exactly. You guys ever done something nice or ever... Someone's ever been nice to you and then you, uh, you kind of feel like either you're owed or you owe them. You kind of want to call it out. As a matter of fact, if you have any intentions of doing any good deed and you want something done back in return, or if you suspect someone that's wanting something done back for being nice to you, I think it's time to have that conversation right then and there before the nice deed is done. You know what I mean? I think that's that's probably the best thing you can do. You know, it's like, why are you being nice, man? What do you want? <laughs> Or, uh, you know, if you do something nice for someone, be like, look, man, I'm expecting for you to uh, buy me lunch one day after this. Oh, you're so funny. Uh, no, that ain't a joke. I'm I'm serious, man. Uh, 
I'm only gonna help you move furniture around because I want a really nice lunch. And, uh, and I'm talking about like at a very expensive place and be specific on what you want back, okay? Oh, buy me lunch sometime. Sounds like I'm gonna buy you something from the dollar menu. No. You, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just buy me lunch sometimes. It's all good. You ain't getting shit, okay? If, if, if you do something good for someone, be specific on what you want back, all right? You take out a girl on a date. You take her to a fancy restaurant. You take her out nice. Be like, yo, what's up, man? Let's go over to a Novecento, right? Order whatever you want. It's on me, baby. Order whatever you want off that menu, girl. What do you want? You want prime rib? You want some wine with that, right? Steak goes good with wine. All right. Uh, can I get some prime rib and wine? And then they serve it up, and then you just stare at her while she eats it. And you're like, yeah, you like that, huh? You like that prime rib? Check, please. And then she, and then they bring the check, and then what you do is you show her the check. And you'll be like, all right, you see this right here? See this right here? You know what I want back in return? A PlayStation 5. It's coming out November 12th. I'm going to text you the link on where you can reserve it in advance. All right? Thank you very much. <laughs> when you do something nice, ask for something back in return. And be specific. I want the one with 512 gigabytes. Okay? Because the games are getting very heavy on the storage. So it's got to be the 512 one. Don't even bother with the 256. If you buy me the 256, I'm ghosting you straight up. All right? Ladies, you can do the same thing too. You know, somebody matches with you on Tinder. What's your What's your number? Like, Look, if I'm gonna give you my number, the first date is gonna have to be at Novecento, all right? And I'm gonna order the prime rib with wine, okay? If you can't deliver, then you don't deserve this. <laughs> and then you know what? It'll be an endless cycle of people just asking for more and more things. I'm gonna take you to Novecento and I'll be like, I, now I want a PlayStation. Uh, what about the monthly membership for Collateral? What are you talking about, Chanel? Are you drunk again? Someone get this man a PS5. What about the month? Oh, you're talking about for going live. Oh, I missed that part. For like playing. Uh, my number is PS5. <laughs> What's your number? PS5. <laughs> Not the four. All right, I swear to God. If you give me some refurbished PS5. That sounds like something like a girl that has no clue would do, right? Like, like oh my God, I like him so much. I'm going to buy him a PlayStation. And she thinks she goes to, like, the pawn shop. Yeah, do you have a PlayStation? Yeah, we have a, a, a refurbished uh, PlayStation 4. Okay, yeah, I think that's the one he wants. Can I get it? Oh, shit, it's only $150? Oh, my God, Amazon was asking for $500. That's crazy. Let's get it. Your man with... Oh, my... Can you... Guys, for those that are listening, can you imagine if your girl brings home a PS4 and says, Merry Christmas? Oh, man, it's going to be like The Shining all over again. <laughs> oh, man. All work and no play station makes Manny a dull boy. Here's Manny. <laughs> I just wanted to make you happy. Uh, what's up? It's a plug. Welcome back. Uh, let's see. Hazelnut Latte Grande, please. Yeah, go all out. Where the hoes at? <laughs> it's a plug busting in. Using yesterday's premise. Yesterday's conversation was dope, right? Tonight is going to be another dope one, of course, but I just want to go ahead and rewind it back, right? Just busting through the door. Where the hoes at? And you know what? If anyone responds, blessed, right? 
Most people will probably look like you, look at you like you're crazy. Where the hoes at? How dare you, right? But if, if someone responds, that's your type. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, lock that girl down. What do you call it when you try to settle down with someone? Um, lock her down. Lock him down. Wife him up. I don't know, something like that. What's up, Corey? Welcome to the chat. Uh, hoes are kept in the shed. Creepy, Chanel. All right? Not that kind of show where we laugh about that kind of stuff, okay? All right? It's 2020. People get in trouble for shit like that. Don't be talking about no shed. All right? Wife her up. There you go. Okay, so it's not down. It's up. You know what? I, I think at this point, you know, with all the options we have and all the vitality we have in our youth, uh, if you get married before 40, you're getting a uh, wife down. You're getting hubby down. If you settle down, that's why they call it down. <laughs> if you settle down, all right, that's what it is. You, you, you're just putting your, you're cutting yourself short. You should have waited. Why would you want to settle down at such an early age, man? How lonely, you know what it is? You, lock her up. No, that's creepy too. You guys, what, what is this theme of you guys in sheds and locking people up? Huh? Uh, more like lockdown. Exactly. It's the plug. Exactly. Don't, I don't know, you know, this whole relationship thing, man. I don't understand, guys. How lonely are you? Like, how, does the loneliness bother you? Really? Is that what it is? Down to settle. I don't know what it is, guys, but like, it's really true to think that uh, people out here just getting in relationships because they can't handle them being alone. Never settle. Don't get trapped. Milena, you're probably the one that's going to get the most trapped out of all the people here. Because if you're celibate or whatever excuse you said as to you can't go out or whatever, I'm not looking for anybody. You're just waiting for somebody to trick you into looking for someone. <laughs> What's up, mom? I'm the one. No, you're not. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm here. You're, girls that, like, repel guys because they're waiting for someone, they're going to get the most toxic guy. <laughs> They're going to get the most toxic guy or the more simp, the most simp guy. It's it's two extremes. Girls that avoid going on dates that are celibate, quote unquote, I'm not looking for anything. Those are the ones that settle down for big uh, people pleasing kind of simps because they over deliver or the toxic. I'm going to make this girl fall in love with me, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> There's something very suspicious about girls saying that they're celibate and they're waiting or that they don't want it. It's like, well, who are you waiting for? And what do they have to do? Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. Red flag. 100%. Exactly. Uh, she sounds crazy. That too. Yeah. Uh, I have options, Manny. I never said you didn't, Melena. Right? It's okay to have options. I'm just saying the excuse you gave sounded like the kind of person that uh, the options you choose are either from those two extremes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, guys, you ever uh, you ever been curved and then you see who they end up with and you're just like, him? Can he spell restaurant? <laughs> I've been curved. You know what, ladies? Let's talk about this. This is actually really good. Uh... You know, you really have to uh, assess the people. I mean, I understand, but then again, you have to curve a lot, man. You got a lot of options, you know? You got to filter them out. 
But I've seen some of the guys that you girls date and it's like, maybe it's just me. Cause you know, I'm biased. <laughs> Cause I, I automatically assume if it isn't me, you, you, you settled. <laughs> I think that's what it is, Milena. I just, I just assume. <laughs> oh, it ain't me. You must have downgraded. All right, peace. <laughs> that's what it is. My bad. But you see how smart I am to catch that. You saw that? Within seconds, I didn't make it my reality. I stopped myself before I made it a reality. It's like, no, wait a second. They're not necessarily trash per se, Manny. It's just that they're not dating you, so you assume it is. Like, oh, there you go, ego. I see you, ego. I see you. I'm too smart for you, ego. I see it, all right? <laughs> the animal brain was trying to take over for a second there. Uh, since you're such a catch of the day. Oh, hold on. Uh, I like how Chanel likes to talk in segments. Chanel likes to do chapters in her communication. Chapter one, five minutes ago. Chapter two, 10 minutes later. Uh, what's up, Inexplicable? Welcome back. Amaze.io. You got to lead a lot of them on the curb. Bro, coming from Warmington, guys? Damn. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, they waiting uh, for that prime rib guy. I never said I was celibate. Oh, I just assumed that, too. Uh, I'm that sounds crazy. I have options. You got to lead a lot uh, of them by the curb. I, I, I don't got that 5G. Yeah, you got to step up. You got to level up, Chanel. Level up, level up, better what's up pinky i can't hear on my blackberry no it was me you muted i'm still on h and apple's x mac uh yeah all right uh what is going on what part what was the last thing you guys heard i'll retrace it i'll go back so the, the last thing i was saying i'll riff again so what i was saying is you know that song yeah but now i don't have the, the energy for it all right so i'm gonna go ahead and give you guys the boring version of that so, you know, the song goes, level up, level up. Le you know, repeating the same thing doesn't feel the same. And then, you know, the music video has like Beyonce going like this. Level up, level up. Oh, there it is. Level up, level up, level up. Let me call my girlfriends and do a TikTok. Level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. But in reality, leveling up is more boring than a TikTok video with Beyonce. This is what level up looks like. Level up, level up, level up, level up. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. I never experienced that. Still pulling hoes. Riff Rider. Uh, it's about that iPhone 3GS. You know what? That's the first time I've ever experienced that, guys. Um, you know, when I say something for the first time, I get lots of energy. But then when I try to do it again, it's like, huh, it kind of felt like it left. Where is it? And then you got to, like, try to find it. You're like, oh, there it is. All right. It's so weird. I never, I never felt that before. Riff, uh, Riff Dyer. 
What do you mean, like the the skill of riffing? You want you want to riff on riffing? We can riff on riffing. So uh, one of the things I've learned about riffing is, I first of all, I didn't know I had the ability to riff. Shout out to the pandemic. Shout out to COVID nineteen for get, bringing out the best version of me that I didn't know I had. Uh, currently, the best version of me, because God knows what's gonna happen next. You know, um, you know, something else could happen. At, you know, a couple years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, what's gonna be the next thing that's gonna take you to the next level? Huh? Maybe a big, a big uh, blackout. No internet for a year. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man, what am I gonna do now? I better go work in the railroads or something. Pick up these big old blocks. Um. Yeah, yesterday, uh, yesterday was a good one, guys. Uh, you look like you're uh, dancing with a fly. Well, I try to do that, that dance that Beyonce does in her balcony. You know that, like it kind of like goes forward and then it goes backwards, and she does like that shoulder thing. It's kind of trippy. What's up, Desync? Welcome. Uh, what's the nice thing someone did for you? Oh yeah, what was the nice thing someone did for me? No, I did something nice for someone. And uh, as I was doing it, I was expecting something in return immediately. It's like, dude, you know, you better, uh, you better do something back for me. So I was helping a lady pull out her groceries from her, from her car because she had like gallons of milk and she had a cat a litter box, you know, and those, those cat litters, man, it's like, it's like you're lifting weights. Those things are fucking heavy. So, you know, she was right over here. So I just walked up to her and I'm like, necesita ayuda. Te ayudo. Bueno. And I just lifted up the milk, lifted up the cat box, and I'm like walking in her house, and I'm like, man, I could rob this old lady right the fuck now. <laughs> and I still had my COVID mask, right? I still had my, my mask, and I'm like, I'm fucking do this shit. Do it, man. You do it. Nah, 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 don't do it. You know? And uh, yeah, I did something nice, and I wanted to tell, I wanted to say something like, you know, hey, you know, don't forget about this. I don't do stuff like this for free. Right, like I want something in return. Um, you know, put me on your will or something. <laughs> uh, I wanna, I wanna be a part of your estate once you pass. So uh, don't forget about the guy next door that helped you put in the groceries. You still have her address? Yeah, she's right over here. <laughs> uh, you would get recognized by your big head. Oh boy, Chanel. Chanel's always hit or miss. You guys ever notice that? Ooh, with my big head. Oh my God, please don't, Chanel. You recognize that big old head. Isn't that a flirtatious way? No, isn't that how girls flirt with guys? Isn't that how people flirt with each other? They call him big head. Hey, big head. I'll take it as a compliment, but I do have a big noggin, I'm not gonna lie. This fucking thing is huge. Hey man, that's probably why I'm into all that education, guys. Right, I was just born with this fucking Professor X noggin. That's why I can't get fades. Big hands, silly. Whatever. I can't get fades, man. If I if I fucking fade this shit, I don't know what'll happen, man. I'll start like uh, like lightning bolts will start like getting attracted to this or something. I don't know. I got a fade one a fade once in middle school, and to this day, the way I was getting picked on still haunts me. I can still hear their voices. Peanut head. I'm 11 years old, man. I don't deserve to be called peanut head. Shout out to kids for coming up with the most bland insults, but for some reason, it's the most painful. The blandest insults are the most painful when you're young. You ever notice that? Pe- 
PP head. <gasps> Those are the most scarring insults, right? Somebody can say, you fucking fuck. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. I hate you. No, what's a really bad insult? You fucking cunt. You're a cunt, right? Ah, you know, whatever. You're a fucking cunt. Whatever, man, you know, live and let die. I'll see you later when you calm down. But back then, you're a pee-pee head. Oh my gosh, that hurt. (laughs) Oh man, Fades died in 2005, except for reggaetoneros. Oh really? I thought Fades were still a thing. I still see guys with Fades. Milena's probably dating guys with Fades. I still have options. Do with a Fade, with a cut. (laughs) Level up, level up. Milena, I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you, Milena. Probably signed off by now. You fucking fuck is the greatest of all times here. Yeah, that's probably, that's that's exactly how me being the kind of person I am. That's the first thing that came to mind, and it sounds about right. If I ever get really insulted and I want to insult them back, I'll just call them you fucking fuck. <laughs> you because I got nothing, right? It's like you fucking fuck. Someone crashes into my car. Get out of the car. You fucking fuck. And then that way, you know what? It's actually good to be funny when you're mad because if it, nowadays, man, I haven't gotten mad in a long time. Wow. But nowadays, whenever you get mad, people record you, you know? Ooh, he's getting mad. Right? They hold their phone up. He's mad. Record that shit. And then forever, that lives on the internet. You're never going to be able to escape that video of you that went slightly viral because you went on a temper tantrum because of a accident or whatever, right? So the best thing you could do is, what would I say? The best thing you could do is, what would I say if I got really mad and somebody was recording me? I'll say, you fucking fuck, because not only is that funny, but later on when people look me up and they see that video, it kind of seems like you got your shit together. Like, oh, he, he wasn't really that mad. Like, how mad do you got to be to say you fucking fuck anyway? Kind of seemed like he had everything under control. I want to hear your best joke. It's a plug, man. It's not that I'm not that kind of comedian, bruv. You know what I mean? Comedians really have a, have a bad rap with what you just did. I'm actually insulted. That's actually the most insulting thing you could have ever said to me. Speaking of insults, telling a comedian what's your best joke is one of the most insulting things you can do. You know why? Because number one, you're saying you're not entertaining enough. Number two, you're saying entertain me right now. And number three, you think that that's what we, that's like what we're about. (laughs) That's the funny part. (laughs) There you go. You're welcome. You see, you got to find it within between the lines. Comedy comes out between the lines. Comedy doesn't necessarily come out like, oh, you want to hear a joke? As soon as someone says you want to hear a joke, that immediately means that you're about to say, I'm going to tell you a dad joke. Anything that starts off with, tell me a joke or I'm going to tell you a joke, turns into a dad joke. Period. Period. This is officially a dad joke now. You want to hear a joke? All right. The best kind of comedy, the best kind of humor is when you don't expect it, when it's just normal right? A comedian should be the kind of person that can make these normal situations happen more often than not, okay? But you sh- you showing up and saying, tell me a joke, say something funny, 
tell me your best your best one-liner that's you saying yo you, you're not gonna make me laugh right now <laughs> and it's demanding uh you think i'm a clown i amuse you exactly uh, you have to all right that's all right I'll, I'll give you an example you walk up to uh someone that's playing uh jazz music you know let's say they're playing uh <laughs> What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Let's say somebody's playing the trumpet and they're doing a solo. What a wonderful world. And you walk up to him and be like, hey, play a C note. Play a C note right now. This guy ain't no fucking musician, man. This guy ain't playing the C notes. Damn, man. That's exactly what, what Tell Me a Joke is. If you ain't playing the C note, you ain't a real musician. Straight up. What's up, Soymaru? Uh, let's see. Make me laugh, Jester. Yeah, that too. Make me laugh. Make me laugh. I'm not amused. You know what's one of the uh, what's one of the worst things I've ever seen done to a comedian? It was actually in a movie. You guys ever seen The Comedian by Robert De Niro? If you guys ever seen The Comedian by Robert De Niro or have yet to see it, there's a scene where. Uh, Robert De Niro is trying to get along with the father of the girl that he has a crush on. And the father says, and like, tell me a joke or tell me something funny. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm not really, you know, he's trying to be polite. Robert De Niro he's like, oh, I'm not really that kind of comedian. You know, I just don't don't just do something funny like that, you know. And then the guy pulls out a 20. He's like, oh, oh, I know how it works here. Here's a 20. Right, like that, and I, I, bro, I felt that when that scene happened. I'm like, yes, that's exact. That's exactly what people think comedy is. That's so crazy. Uh, it's like saying, when is the show going to start, bro? Yeah, that's another one. RMT. When some people think like, when you're a comedian, they automatically assume that you're struggling or that you're like disposable entertainment. You know, like, ah, you're just, you just work for peanuts, man. Here's a 20, bro. This is probably like your biggest paycheck. Make me laugh. Right. And and it's almost like, it's almost like slapping a waitress in her ass. You know, it's like, it's like offensive almost to that level, except without the physical part. (laughs) But it's like, uh, yeah, let me get some waffles. (laughs) That's exactly what it feels like when someone like treats you like that as a comedian like just today somebody was trying to like swindle me uh from a comedy show like to pay me less right and i'm like uh he's like yeah you know blah, blah, blah. he gave me his excuse and then he he automatically put me oh this guy is struggling i can give this guy anything i want and he'll work for free like he he put me in the he'll work for free category and i'm like yeah dude i'm not gonna do this work and then if you don't like my work you're not you have to pay me and, and that's that's some of the things comedians go through, man. Like, people just think that, like, you're some disposable, like, ah, you're a comic. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. I still haven't heard the joke. Ah, it's a plug. Come on, man. You laughed already. Let's not, let's not do the, uh, the callback. Uh, true or false, the people who say you uh, make me laugh uh, are the people who send you uh, croqueta memes. <laughs> the people who send me croqueta memes tell me I'm not funny. 
ain't funny. Bro, you know what? Uh, remember that joke I wrote about uh, Joe Biden and uh, making all people with Alzheimer's feel like they can do big things? There's a lady, when when this video, I got to get off early, guys. I'm running out of batteries. I can't do the hour. Sorry, guys. It's, it looks really low. I got to jump. There's a lady that says, this isn't funny. This is actually very offensive. I'm unfollowing. And like, I was like, all right, well, let me look at her profile. And I looked at her profile. And then she had like some stupid video of some girl dancing to like some, I think it sounded like a dog, like a dog playing music or something like that. And I'm like, this girl said I wasn't funny. And then look what she's laughing at. <laughs> but that's, that's what I've realized. One thing I realized that gave me a lot of confidence in my comedy is that you can't please everybody. And it's best to please yourself and then find people that find the pleasure within what you do and hope hope for the best. Like, damn, I can crack myself up. I hope I can crack other people up too. <laughs> right? Because, you know, a lot of people have told me, man, like, dude, you're not funny, man. It's like, well, then what do you what do you laugh at? Oh, there's this video of, uh, of a guy that's eating a croqueta and he has cafecito and he says, uh, good morning. <laughs> I was cracking up. I saw a guy wrap a towel in his head and he had fake earrings on and he said nothing for 60 seconds in a Cuban accent. It was fucking hilarious. I'm like, all right, well, shit. I don't think that's funny. You don't know comedy. <laughs> uh, humor hits different. Exactly. Humor is extremely subjective. And you guys, you guys are lucky. You guys are lucky that you enjoy this. You know, that means you have a good sense of humor. And I'm saying that as biased as possible. That's funny. Uh, I'm fat. I've gained 15 pounds, Manny. Well, us guys, believe it or not, like it thick, Chanel. I'm sure your BF would appreciate a nice thick girlfriend. All right? I like my little thing. Nothing wrong with that. Just as long as it's not sloppy. Don't get sloppy thick. All right? Sloppy thick, like it looks like you're not taking care of yourself. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't do that, right? If you want to get thick, like get get the good thick, right? The thick that makes you still seem like you care. <laughs> I think the most important thing about, you know, a body, you look at somebody and then you you can tell if they care about themselves. <laughs> Do you care about yourself? Yeah, your body speaks volumes. <laughs> You got it. Like your body, the way you you, sh you you take care of your body says a lot about how you care for yourself, right? Just a thought. Uh, I saw this ad saying, I'm Joe Biden. I forgot this message. Dude, that's hilarious. I love it. Here's the thing, guys. I don't want to come off like I only laugh at highbrow or like, oh, man, he's trying to be like that smart comedian. I'm not that guy. I appreciate comedy of all sorts. But the thing is, if somebody finds a hack and, you know, inexplicable being a fan of, of cynical humor, there's a word in the comedy world that's called a hack. And the reason why they're called hacks is because they hacked their way into making people laugh. Like they find something and then they do that over and over and over and over. And they're hacking their way into being called a comedian. There's no creativity. There's no effort. It's just, oh, I hacked it. Figured it out. I got to say this and I got to do this. And then I just do it over and over and over. And then people just love me for it. That's a hack, okay? Comedians love to be original. Com at least the comics comic type. We love originality. We love working for humor. We love discovering new versions of it. 
We don't want to like find one thing and then take it all the way and say, I'm a comedian now. You know? Let's see. I can never eat again. Uh, all right, Chanel, whatever. I mean, that's you. That's not me. Uh, when I go to the bathroom, I lose weight every time I, after I eat a meal. I can't see it. It must be behind me. Uh, he fight at my weight, 160. <laughs> He's fighting at my weight at 160. Uh, well, it makes you feel better, Chanel. I weigh 162, so we're in the weight category, huh? Uh, but then again, you're two inches higher than me, so you got. I, I beat you to the punch, by the way. I knew you, you were probably going to go there. Uh, I beat you to it. Uh, Inexplicable says, uh, have you heard of Dane Cook, Cat Williams, Aziz? They're hilarious. <laughs> Cat Williams is hilarious. I love Cat Williams. What's up, two-stack comedy? Uh, I used to say I have an empty leg. It must be true because I don't know where the fat is. Uh, sometimes fatness isn't necessarily just in your gut. Fatness could just be in like um, muscle mass or, you know, your booty. You got booty, right? You got a little booty, right? That's like 10 pounds right there, maybe five. I don't know. Uh, right? Boobs. Boobs probably add a couple of pounds. So I think you're good, Chanel. I wouldn't beat myself up. Um, you know, again, most guys like, most guys like their, their girl, you know, a little, at least I'm, I'm just speaking for me, but I, from what I've heard, from what I've heard from guys, we, we like them a little thick, right? We like a little, like a little meat, like a little curve, like a little soft. We like that. It feels good. It's like something you hold. It's nice. Uh, you know, because we out here, we being hard, right? Us guys, we like being hard. Yo, we hard. Yo. Oh, 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 oh. And then we want to come home and we want to cuddle with something a little softer than us. Mm. Right? Uh, get Giannis Papas on here. Bro, I fucking love Giannis Papas. He's hilarious. Hit me up. I love him thick. RMT, she is taken. Uh, I got a sculpture, the fat now. All right. Chanel, you're talking on your own at this point. All right, everybody. I got to bounce 15 minutes early. I apologize for this. My battery's about to die, and I want to save this video. All right, guys. Another great riff. Thank you so much for joining me. In case you don't know, we do this every day at 6 o'clock. We stream this on MiamiComedy.com and now on ComedyCalendar.com as well. I'm going national, and I'm going virtual, baby. The new level. Do me a solid. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. All right? Subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Tell your friends to follow. Let's grow this show to the next level. All right, I'm already giving you the hour. Cheated a little today, but it's the battery. It's not me. All right. No, use wireless charging. I tried. There's no grip that I can. I'll I'll just see you tomorrow. Okay. Podcast. Yeah. Hey, everyone, just to let you know that this show has been sponsored by my good friend, Ellie Uvinas, which is a badass health insurance here in Miami helping individuals, families, small business find the health plan they need, not the one they want, the one they need. And uh, if you have any questions about health insurance, he definitely has the answers. I use his services myself, and uh, he can help you out with things like Medicaid, Medicare, group plans, aka uh, Obamacare, uh, small businesses, families, individuals, you name it. He's got you covered. Reach out to him, L-U Venus, E-L-I-U-V-I-N-A-S, at USHadvisors.com.